0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the Fro in the Flow, your favorite fucking podcast on planet Earth. We are back because the greatest league in the world is back. The greatest TV show in the world is back. So naturally, we are back together. It feels better than ever. I'm your host, Ralph Compiano. I'm joined as always by Mr. Parmesan, the sailboat. Mr. I I can't even come up with another succession line. Uh, What was it earlier? We already recorded once earlier. We recorded recorded on Sunday. (laughs) <laughs> we've just had technical difficulties, but we're back. Everything is situated. We're good now. Um, how are you doing? How does it feel? The Bulls just played 1-0 and undefeated. Give me your
1: initial thoughts off rip. No introductions anymore. Just give me Bulls thoughts. Finals, NBA finals. Just kidding. Mm. I don't know. They looked better on defense than they did offense for sure. Right. Offense is kind of yucky for the first 30 minutes. End of the third quarter, that run was really nice, that 12-2 run in like two and a half minutes. Levine put it together. Levine looked great. I'll say that off the cuff. Levine was awesome. Um, He had, what, 30 on like 70% shooting, just that same efficiency we saw last year translating over. Vooch had 15 and 15, Um, kind of a quiet second half, but everything put it together. Io, Io played a lot more than I thought he was going to.
0: Right. And that was product of Kobe White being hurt. Yeah. And he looked yeah. really good. That was a great pick. Really I mean, you good. guys got him, you guys got him super late. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a, to be anticipated, though, right? Like the first half of the first game of the NBA season, it's always pretty rough. Everybody's really excited. Um, they haven't had a lot of opportunities to gel. You know, you only play four preseason games, which they did go for and no one. Um, but I'm, I'm pumped for you guys, sincerely, because yeah. um, you guys have a lot of lineup versatility that you haven't had in the past. If you guys this closing lineup. You took out Patrick Williams and you put in Caruso with the starters. So it was Lonzo, Levine, Caruso, DeRozan, and Vooch. And just looking at the stats real quick, I mean, you got really good, like, I got him pulled up. Your field goal attempts were really spread out. I liked how they were spread out, I should say. DeRozan, 17 attempts, Vucevic, 21, Levine, 17, Lonzo, 12. I'd like to see more shots for Pat. He only took three shots, but he's two of three. Um. Then you got Caruso five. Um. And then Io not shy took eight shots on his first game. So um, yeah, man. I thought you guys were pretty good defensively. You were active. It was kind of a defensive game. Pistons looked actually a lot better than I anticipated. From Jeremy Grant paid. looked nice. Sadiq Bay was like the best player on the floor in the first half. he yeah, was like he's a little thick boy. I like him. He is, and he's got a little stripe in his hair, Schroeder style. So um, it was just an overall fun game to watch, despite it being 94 to 88 at the end of the game. But that's to be expected. I mean, it's the first game of the year. I'm so happy we're back. My team played last night. Your team played tonight. We're just in full fucking swing. And you're excited, right? Like, this is probably the first game. you am very excited. It's their first uh, season opener that they've won in five years. So, I mean, it's only up from here. Next game, Friday
1: night, I'm there reporting live from the scene cheering him on no zion though i'm really sad fat fat boys are back in the nba though i think we should confirm
0: that which is he was was reported to have reached north of 300 pounds this offseason has not missed a meal since he got drafted this dude got paid and he's just smiling everywhere in a commercial where he's drinking mountain dew playing 2k and eating a fucking bag of fritos did you
1: see the tweet about (laughs) the mountain dew commercial uh -uh. someone said jesse and zion commercial he probably kept messing up takes on purpose so he could drink another mountain dew
0: (laughs) (laughs) duke in the nba baby we're getting checks and you know what it doesn't matter what he does he could be 340 pounds he's still gonna get that extension and he's gonna hope
1: he gets to 350.
0: oh my god bro honestly like he'd still be able to leap like he's already enough of like a yeah. physic defying motherfucker that he could just go even further. I feel like the fatter he gets, the higher he jumps. He's like, Bring a back complete- big boys. He's a complete body contrarian. Um, all right. Do you have any more Bulls thoughts? I mean, we're obviously going to talk about them all year, but initial impressions. So defense looks pretty decent. Um, it's going to be nice to have Kobe back. I think you guys could use that offensive explosion. Yeah, He'll kind of serve that, you know, GR Smith, Lou Williams role. Um, yeah. I, I, I was really honestly just like happy to see Levine in dog mode. He's your guys' closer. He should be. Mm-hmm. He's one of the seven or eight best offensive players in the league, in my opinion. Like this dude is Definitely. an absolute animal. So versatile. Can score from any spot on the floor. But how do you feel about Vooch? You think he was... I didn't know him and DeRozan played at USC together.
1: Yeah, I didn't until the summer either. Um, I don't know. I think they're all just still trying to, like, mash. Like, this is only their fifth game playing together. Not worried. Um, One thing that stuck out to me was ball movement and just the additions of Lonzo and DeMar into the starting lineup, especially with DeRozan averaging, like, what, like, seven assists a game last year with San Antonio. Right, right. Just seeing that right away. Just Lonzo making those little passes. It's just like it's moving fluidly. I'm excited for what's to come. The more they play together, the more they gel. I think this is gonna be a fun team. Um, hopefully they keep like defense up. We'll see what it's like against like a playoff team. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. I'm very optimistic. I don't wanna I don't wanna set my expectations unrealistically like I always do, and just like fucking crush myself again and again. But I'm confident that this is a playoff team based on what I've seen.
0: I was, um, I was really happy to see like the minutes dispersed that the way they were, the way they were, um, he didn't have any instances where there wasn't Levine or DeRozan on the floor. Like they always had a really good playmaker on the floor with Lonzo and that's a luxury. I mean, we've talked about that a little bit in the past where like if you're the Rockets in 2020 or 2019, whatever it was, you got to have Westbrook or Harden on the floor at all times. Um, With the Lakers, you got to have LeBron or Westbrook on the floor at all times. That's just the way the league is now. You have to have an above average to elite playmaker and you guys have three of them. So it must be feel pretty fucking good, especially coming from a season where you only had one of them last year. Yeah.
1: I'm excited, dude.
0: All right. Let's talk about the Lakers let's really see quick. Red. Yeah. Let's Lake see Shell. red. Uh, Lakers lost to the Warriors last night. Bucks whopped the nets. I guess Giannis is just a great God still, which is great. I'm, I'm happy for him. I hope he wins another MVP. Giannis He'll is the best player a in the NBA. There. Best player in the NBA. Katie's number two. LeBron's number three. I'm cool with that. But the way LeBron played last night, He's one C. He's not number three. This dude is a fucking demon. He yeah, is. yeah, 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 yeah. I went on a rant earlier. I'll just do the rant <laughs> again, just because I love doing this rant. If you think LeBron fell off, if you think that there's going to be any point in LeBron's career where he's not LeBron, you're an imbecile. You're an idiot. What more do you need to see? Like you can keep coming. Like you can come back. You're twenty one. I promise you, he's going to give you 24, five and five, Like he's never going to dip below those numbers. He'll never average 17 points a game. He's always going to be the dad of the league, just dicking his sons constantly, Pecker slapping little shits in the face, drilling fucking threes. His jump shot looks like butter, and it just yes, comes down sure. to the rest of the team performing. AD looked really good, Braun looked really good. Everybody else other than Bazemore pretty much like dog shit. Melo looked all right, which is good. Um, but the Warriors, they're deep. Uh, they move the ball like a motherfucker. Like they were really slinging around. Steph is so dangerous. He even when Steph only scores nineteen points in the like, like nineteen points in a game, he's still like one of the five most dangerous players in the league. It's ridiculous because you just gotta focus your entire defense on him. Uh, but you yeah, a triple looked good. Yeah, sure. Only the eight 19, is 10, career. and ten is literally that's like the bare minimum for a triple double. Like that's like nothing to me.
1: That's like a my player triple double when like you're first starting to get minutes. Like you're first starting to get triple doubles, and like you just got like that last assist with two seconds left in the fourth quarter.
0: And literally all you're doing the last like four minutes of the game is not even shooting. You're just driving and kicking like no, fingers just crossed like, that Kuzma hits a 30. Pick
1: and roll, pick and roll, pick and pop. <laughs> yeah, it's always like a player like Kyle Kuzma, who's just like in the corner, just just missing it. Fucking sucks. But I don't have okay. 2K this year. This is the first year I haven't, I haven't bought
0: in- I haven't gotten it yet either. I've, I, I told myself I would get it when the regular season rolled around. And I just haven't decided to cop yet. I don't know if it's because I'm just like in super football mode still and basketball just feels like a luxury right now. I feel like by
1: Halloween, like by next week, I'll probably have it. Does it f- almost feel like weird to you that basketball is back? Like it doesn't feel real just because this is like literally the third season that's happened in so- the last 365 days? Like it just like... There's been like no break. Like it has felt like it's has all just been like one weird, really, like one really long, weird season. <laughs> and I'm like, he's you. really you confused. Didn't. Like, nothing makes sense anymore. Like Ben Simmons has, has his phone in his pocket and Kyrie <laughs> like, not getting vaccinated. It doesn't make sense anymore. Like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, like what's the difference between
0: year 19 LeBron and year 17 LeBron? Literally nothing. Like, like
1: I'm I'm watching the Lakers and I'm like. <laughs> Why the fuck are Russell Westbrook and Melo and Dwight <laughs> Howard and LeBron all on the same fucking team? Like this doesn't make sense. Like it's like eight. Like if you put eighth grade me on the couch and made him watch the whole slate of games for the last few days, I'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" Who's what Chris happened? Duarte and
0: why does he have twenty seven points tonight?
1: I feel like where would all the players go?
0: The state of the league has never been better. Like I only yeah. feel that way just because I feel like. The next two or three years, it'll probably be like my personal fascination peak just because I'm 23 years old. LeBron's still so fucking good, but like the level of talent around him, like Chris Duarte got 27 tonight. That dude's a rookie. I had to assume I checked in for the Bulls tonight. He got buckets. That dude's a rookie. Jordan Poole, yeah, night. is shooting threes like he's fucking Steph Curry with literally the greenest light in the world. Like he's Clay Thompson, he's not a rookie, and he's just no. dripping. No, he's a third-year player, and he's still like in buckets. But like, what yeah. I'm saying, is, or what I'm suggesting, is that the bottom group of players is so much better now than it was five years ago. Oh my god, yeah, dude! If you like go back these to like guys the late add 2000s. moves to their bag. They add moves to their bag every off season. Everybody's getting better, and it's like. I don't know. I feel like they just have more information to work off of. Like they can watch YouTube tutorials of Kobe's footwork and stuff like that and try to implement it into their game. Whereas in like the mid 2000s, like I'm sorry, but Katino Mobley was like a really good player. But right now he would be like bottom 25% of the league, bottom 30% of the league. I don't know. Maybe that's a stretch. Katino
1: Mobley was a hooper. You know who you really good today? Who? Roddy Brewer. okay all right
0: you can use this for a view this video segment but i just want to say this i am personally peaking right now this is yeah. october 20th 2021 <laughs> dune comes out tomorrow the french dispatch comes out tomorrow succession is airing right now huh? we have an episode on sunday no time to die came out two weeks ago last duel came out last week licorice pizzas on the horizon every movie I've ever wanted over the last two years is on the horizon right now.
1: That's true. That's true. The,
0: the, the NBA just fucking started. My favorite thing in the whole goddamn world is back and the NFL. I have Justin Fields. So the NFL is like, I've never been more committed to this league personally. And as somebody like who's fascinated with statistics and all that kind of shit, yeah.
1: I am You're a I, like literally, I now
0: my girlfriend is pissed because I hardly have time for like, phone calls like when we're not together and stuff like that because i'm like babe i'm sorry but i'm watching the hornets and pacers like they might go into ot why she's like like, what the fuck does that mean i'm like i love you but i have to read this no time to die review again because i want to like see if i miss something i kind of get where she's
1: coming from i don't know why you're watching hornets pacers
0: Hornets Pacers had an elite ending. I'm watching Nick Celtics right now as we record this. Like there's just too much content.
1: Wait, can you honestly, I've only paid attention to the Bulls game. I've not been on my phone. Can you give me a quick little fill in on what's happened so far tonight? So I've been kind of, are the scores, I, was per- at least? I was
0: pretty, I was pretty locked in on the Bulls game. I will say that. Um, but I did, I've been just on my phone, just stream east, bouncing around. So I caught a little bit of the Raptors-Wizards uh, game, just because I wanted to see how uh, Scotty Barnes was looking. Caught a little bit of Magic Spurs to see how Jalen Suggs is looking. Um, haven't tuned in anything else, but I do have the Celtics-Knicks game on right now. Um, Knicks are up five. They're looking good. Defensive stalwarts. Uh, it looks like their closing lineup is probably going to be some. Kind of form of RJ Barrett, Julius Randle, Obi Toppin, Kemba, and either Forney or Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson got thick. I just wanted to let you know that he's no longer a skinny little Frank. He's thick? He's gotten a little bit bigger. He's denser. He's denser, I should say that. He's not thick. He's still except for probably, probably like 250. I'm, but, um,
1: I'm bringing back I mean, the that's just like, team. Like,
0: You're bringing back the all-half team?
1: I think we're going to do it, like, early January after the holidays. I'm sure Zion's going to get a little bit plumped up. I'm sure there's going to be some other guys let themselves go a little bit. Um, We should do an all-half team. We should do three all-half team at the
0: end of the year because, like, all right, so Julius, Zion, those are our forwards right there, right? Because they have to be good, too. They can't just be fat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it depends. Who would a guard be?
1: If they're fat like, Chris
0: and cool, like Kyle Lowry
1: and Chris Paul, mm-mm, they don't count. What? Why not? They have fat fucking asses. They got the dunk on them. Just because you got a thick cake doesn't mean you got heft. Okay, that's fair. Tracy Morgan's on the sideline right now with uh,
0: Pete Davidson. So that's See, kind of Tracy big. Morgan, all heft 13. Obi Toppin, all heft uh, sophomore team. <laughs> Maybe just him because I don't think that there's a lot of hefty rookie or softwares this year. Nah. Uh, he has a career high 14 points right now. I'm sorry. I'll stop analyzing this game. That's his career um, high. I mean, he didn't really play a lot last year. He's definitely a guy who benefits from crowds. That's the other thing. Having all these crowds back, it feels like it's really real this year because like we have the vaccine. And last year, like we only had the vaccine during the playoffs, I think. So this is getting like this is getting way too real, way too fast. And I'm all in on it because. Like I said, everything I've ever wanted is happening to me right now. If like somehow, some way, a Leonardo DiCaprio movie dropped tomorrow on the same day as Dune It does in two months. I think I would. Yeah, I know. Don't look up. But I'm suggesting that like if uh, Killers of the Flower Moon just dropped tomorrow and we just got a Leo Scorsese movie, I think that I would overstim and just spontaneously combust and I wouldn't even be able to see everything.
1: It's totally fair. I totally get where you're coming from.
0: Let's go into succession. Um
1: <sighs>
0: so did you rewatch did you rewatch season one and
1: season two? I didn't ask you this earlier. Um so earlier in the summer, um a friend started watching. It. I was at his house. Okay. So I watched like the first four episodes of season one. Uh my roommate just started watching it, so I've caught like I watched like the first four episodes or so all the way through and then the rest of the season's kind of bits and pieces and then same right. with two. So not a full rewatch, but definitely refreshing myself a little bit before hopping back in.
0: Okay, so let's dive into it right off the bat. You want to talk about Kendall or Logan first?
1: Kendall, because he's a fucking nutty boy. Okay,
0: so Kendall is high on adrenaline and power right now. No longer high on coke as far as we know, which is nice. I hope that he gets clean because, honestly, he's going to spontaneously combust himself. If he gets back on the the L train with, um, what's her name, Naomi Pierce, who seems like a pretty bad influence on him. But he's yeah, surrounded he, by all these brilliant he's women. He's like, I must be doing something. right. I'm surrounded by all these brilliant women, Greg. And Greg's like, you're doing everything right, Ken. Um, did this but yeah, you- so we have... We have Soft Kendall season one, Zombie Kendall season two, and now he is fully ascended into Tycoon Kendall, Wall Street Kendall, talking about getting BoJack writers to work his Twitter for him. Kendall, is this your favorite version of Kendall, or would you rather see him revert back to his old tedious ways of not being able to fess up to his dad, or maybe even just becoming the fucking daddy junkie
1: that he was last season? Nah, he used to be like pretty sad to watch. Like it really wasn't that enjoyable to just see him it spiral was pretty tough. and drive a. But car at the same time, drive a car with like a teenage, like an eighteen-year-old valet <sighs> into a river and kill him off like of ketamine. Yeah, like that's just not like you're not like rooting for that all the time. But this one, I we talked about this earlier, but I don't know. I'm not like in on him. I think I'm on. I'm Team Kendall just because he's fun. I'm honestly, he's, team he's fun. funner than Team Logan yeah he because he's just like kind of i think he's kind of dumb and like i said i don't we disagree on this but i don't think he's as in touch as he tries to come off as I think right. he's a dork i think he's too busy trying to act cool that he doesn't actually do like the research and engage with the content that he wants or thinks is cool but he has no <laughs> idea like he thinks he's gary vee <laughs>
0: Like, see, we couldn't be further apart on this. I think that he's actually, like, he's, like, he speaks their language. That was the phrase I was using earlier is, like, these people respond to him because they're so used to talking to old fucking farts that have done things the 1950s way their entire life that they literally refuse to change. There's, I don't know, like, fucking conglomerate dinosaurs. And Kendall's, like, listen, I do blow. I've done ecstasy in the club. I'm dating Naomi Pierce, like, and I'll go to, like, Like Logan would never go to a Korean or Indian restaurant. Kendall owns Korean and Indian restaurants and he probably whitewashed them, but at least he likes their food. Right. So like, I don't know, like the fact that he is like doing things the straight leg Chino way. I'm down with that. Like I'm definitely on his side just because I don't know. He's starting a fucking revolution, bro. He needs everything to be a clean jar.
1: Dude, I can't stop thinking about the possibilities of a Gary V cameo on succession. (laughs) Just would didn't. you
0: rather have Adrian Brody in the season of Succession or Gary V?
1: I'd rather just have Gary V just like walking in and be like, dude, like, Roman, how old are you? 28, dude. I would like fucking, I would kill be 28 years old, dude. Start like four businesses. Take out so <laughs> much loans, so much debt. Start four businesses. <laughs> fuck your parents. Fuck school. Just do it, dude. They're all Take their hit. credit
0: cards. Yeah. Make I think content. that
1: you shit in the morning, record it, post it, dude. Make content.
0: I think Wear that a um, just for an NBA succession crossover, I would love to see like the Logan Roy family by the Knicks at the end of season three. <laughs> and then season four just becomes like, like Kendall, like going to dinner with Rich Paul and Adele, it becomes like ballers. he goes, he goes to a taco Tuesday, <laughs> something like that. He becomes ballers. I am pumped for that Lakers show coming to HBO though. Another Adrian Bode feature. Uh, but all right, let's, so let's go into, um, I, I, we talked a little bit about Shiv and Nam earlier, but I think that they're really fascinating. I just got to ask you this question. Do you think they get divorced this season? And if they do, when does that happen? like is that this episode 10 divorce or this like an episode three divorce and then we see the divorce the rest of the season because things have been spiraling out of control the last that we saw them prior to this episode they're on the beach and tom confesses to Shiv. He says i think the sad that i am with you might be worse than the sad that i would be without you and that's kind of where we leave off and now they're I don't know. Tom goes and eats Logan's chicken and now Tom is back to being a baby back bitch for Logan, unable to say anything kind of in season one, Kendall mode. Right. So where yeah. do you, Tom and Shiv go from here?
1: I didn't think about the divorce angle. I was so busy thinking about uh, Kendall versus Logan that I think that right. could be an interesting twist. Um, I think they've definitely set that up to be like a major subplot um, I could see that being a wrench that gets thrown into it. I could see it being something that starts quietly and maybe becomes like a leak that turns into a bigger deal than it was originally meant to be, that distracts from the original battle. I don't know. I didn't write the show, but an interesting point.
0: <laughs> no shit. You're not one of the writers. The writers are so brilliant. I should be, dude. No, 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 no. no nobody should be allowed. No outsider should come I in should and touch this writing room. It's the best writing room in the industry right now. Um, uh, this is the thing. So Tom and Shiv, we're gonna find out this season if their relationship is based on love or power fiending Because I would imagine that Shiv picked Tom because he's a fr- he's a pretty face, he's a grinder. She needed to settle handsome. down. She needed to see- seem like somewhat conservative and not like the hippie that she is on the inside, wanting to fuck like five dudes and five chicks at once. Shout out Ben Affleck in the Last Duel, fucking killing it in it. Ben Affleck's had orgies in the Last Duel. Prince Pierre, whatever the fuck his title is, he is banging orgies. He says to Adam Driver at several several points in the movie, drop your pants. Interesting. (laughs) I left it out of the review because I didn't want to spoil it too much, but I just, I couldn't help myself. I I think that Shiv and Pierre would get along really nicely. Um, But then Tom, Tom is like, I think Tom does genuinely love shift. Cause like on the wedding night, he seems yeah. really, he sp- seems like puppy eyed at some points. And um, you know, he sticks with it through thick and thin, but at the same time, like he is marrying a member of the Roy family. So there has to be some kind of angle there. And then the other interesting relationship is obviously Jerry and Roman and Roman who might be a virgin says to Jerry at one point in this episode, I would lay you badly, but I would lay you gladly. Do you want to see these two bone on screen? Or are you like, dude, he are loves you kind him. of like, the, or do you kind of just like
1: the tease? He loves his mommy. He loves his mommy. You love his puppy. mommy. Yeah, he likes being mm. teased by Jerry. I don't think it's ever good. If it did, that would just be weird, dude. Roman would lay her badly. He would. He would come in instance. Dude, we saw him jerk off in front of that window. That was sick. That was the first scene of that show I ever saw what like, he I, came walked in on I it? can't I come downstairs and it's just like I'm like why is why is Macaulay Culkin's brother jerking off in a window <laughs> who was watching it uh it was at Sarah's house it was just on we just like left HBO on and I was like huh I gotta check this out when I get home <laughs> this looks yeah. weird
0: not to brag but I am a day one successioner I watched episode one the night that it premiered yeah I was like this industry. show's alright I'm like Kendall's kind of a douche Logan seems like a real, real dick, and then Roman's terrible. That's the thing with this show: is everybody sucks. Everybody sucks. You don't want to hang out with any of these people. Even Greg, who's supposed to, even Greg, who's supposed to be the most normal and most likable, is a fucking doofus. Like I feel like we would, we would be more competent in this family than Greg, and that's not saying a lot because we're fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, dude, we're both pretty fucking dumb.
0: I mean, Jesus, I, I know, I know about four things really well. Outside of that, I'm helpless like you really do not want me at I all. I can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't Jesus even Christ.
1: Like what can I do?
0: Okay, all right. So Logan's angle. Type fast. Logan cannot reach the shareholders right now because he's fucked. So, he's going to politicians. He's going to the president of the United States, who might be Donald Trump, who might not be. We don't know if this is the same universe as ours or a figment of the, our imagination or whatever the fuck it is. What if
1: it was Trump? What if what if there's a Trump cameo in succession?
0: But if you were to, been
1: a bad boy, quite frankly.
0: If Alec Baldwin's Trump showed up, or Shane Gillis's Trump showed up, that would be absolutely priceless. What if it's Alexander Skarsgård? What if Alexander Skarsgård's our president in this universe? That would be fucking dope.
1: Who could the president be? Who would be like a real, like a fun cameo? John C. Riley.
0: Oh my god, that would be elite. I mean, he, he's just Farrell a doofus. and McKay. Bring Kevin Spacey back.
1: Maybe if we were sketch. in Italy, they do record. Right. They did shoot some of this in Italy. They do love Kevin Spacey over there. Do they really? I'm pretty sure. No way they look past pedophilia. Uh, I'm pretty sure you had a movie from here there. You could fact check me, but pretty sure Kevin Spacey is still like making movies in Italy. No way. He's doing yeah. spaghetti
0: westerns. He's doing the Rick Dalton. Yeah. You watched <laughs> it after though. Yeah, no, I'm watching it right now. It's fucking amazing. Do you not it's feel so weird? Good.
1: I couldn't um, watch. I couldn't finish it.
0: I it's kind probably... of like the Woody Allen thing, where like it's hard to separate the art from the artist, because like he's so he's so tied to Frank Underwood, and you know he had a ton of influence over that character. Like, uh, like oh my god, and his voice is booming. But um, yeah, no, he's he's petrifying. But that kind of like adds a little bit to the show, like just the fact that he is such a bad guy in real life. But it's also like oh well he's not acting so much anymore he's just actually a shitty human yeah i'm not condoning his actions but that show fucking rails and if there's other people in there that are really good too like robin wright is stacked cast yeah. oh my god yeah. um oh yeah. okay all right i just want to get a couple of notes off i wrote these down kendall the type of dude to send his girlfriend his huddle highlights when he gets to rava's when he gets to rava's 24 million dollar luxurious apartment he says to her did you see it did you watch it? Oh, you should definitely check it out. I did pretty sweet. Like I was fucking
1: really good. Dude, at he's it. such a douche.
0: He's the man, dude. He is he, the yeah. Man. He also rocks. I, I I love I love the modern douchebag. I think it's like one of the funniest things ever. Because yeah, I wouldn't want to probably actually. If there was one person I'd probably want to hang out with, it would be Candle because like he knows how to have a good time, and I get to see some really. Do cool you want to have
1: a good time with him? But I would I would not, I would not cool. be able
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to put up with it. That's the thing. Like Someone I would be like, oh my god. god, he's so douchey. Holy shit! Like he won't stop doing coke. Like I hate that kind of
1: person. That's who he is. You're not gonna have that much fun with him. I don't think I want to hang out. I think I'd want to hang out with Tom. No, Tom would be so lame. Tom would
0: be bitching to you the entire time. He'd be like, should fucking texted me right But he'd now. be funny. No, I don't think he would. He'd be, like, scary funny. It's like when he meets Greg for the first time, he's doing, like, these subtle little jabs. Like, I own you. I own you. That's not funny. I would not get along with that at all. I would hate that. Yeah. Okay, but anyways. So, the current state of the show, just as, like, a quick summary. Technically, Jerry's the CEO right now. Logan's Mm going to be pulling the puppet strings. Does that mean anything, or is he just a nameplate, like Logan suggests? I don't know
1: that um... has the mole woman come up in the world and is the rock star going to be her COO? Or what if, you know, maybe Jerry's got this position. Logan starts being fucking dickhead. And she's yeah. like, you know what? No, I'm team Roman. Now her and her oh. little baby boy join forces. <sighs> maybe her, they her little baby it. dick boy. <laughs> and they're on the cover of Forbes and she's like sitting on a stool and like, holding him like like a little baby
0: (laughs) he has a pacifier in his mouth and she's like 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 page 62 she's milking him oh my god yeah 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 and the cover is just mole woman and it's supposed to say rock star because that's like what he came up with but it says mole woman and slime puppy (laughs) I'm trying to think what the title of it would be come on use your journalism instincts here this is what they paid you for (laughs)
1: i'm trying to think mommy's milk feels like a cop-out
0: no that's pretty good mother's milk little mad max action
1: yeah a mother's milk maybe they're they're wearing leather spikes (laughs) yeah (laughs) mother's milk roman roy feeds from the teat of media conglomerate waystar roco and its new ceo jerry is mommy
0: I okay, know. I do want to just say this really quick. Do you think every episode is going to be this action-packed? Because we talked about this previously, but they picked up right where they left off from Season 2, whereas Season 2 picked up not right where they left off from Season 1. Kendall was in therapy or in rehab um, at the beginning of Season 2, and now they're just picking up right after the boat or the yacht, wherever the fucking—that thing was enormous and gorgeous. I love that episode, Season oh, 2. Dude, episode, those boats are is fat. Perfect. Why do you need a sales? Thing? Sales out, nails out, bro. It's got to be um, such
1: a ass one of those things. Like the pressure that's on the guy. Like, is it one guy that's just like backing it up and like looking over his window? Is there like four guys with walkie talkies just like pull it in? Like you have, you, you, you
0: have to have some teammates. You have to have some teammates. You got to have the walkie talkie guys but um what i was trying to say was like season one and season two like there are no no parts of succession really drag because anytime it starts to drag like here's tom talking about how he recycled his own cum through one woman's mouth into his mouth and stuff like that
1: i forgot about but that then season
0: three season three is like holy shit is it gonna be this action packed every episode like is it just gonna be go 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 because if it is i might have to take adderall watching this shit the first time because it's so fucking much
1: I don't think it will be. I think there's going to be like a lot more like villa You've, meetings and
0: episode one was just set the table.
1: And yeah, then I each episode after
0: I, that is eat from a plate.
1: I think because that one was just like tracking like the few literally like the, a couple hours preceding the big thing. So I think now right. it's definitely going to be stretched out, cover a little bit more time, a little bit more okay. hopping around. I think that's this one was It's just like dropping us in because it's been like two years give everyone a fucking banger right off the top right, and then start to just like really just introduce this is the big conflict kind of set up a few other things a few new mm-hmm. characters and then I think over these next probably six seven episodes will kind of start to spread that out things will start to come together and the okay. last few because
0: <laughs> I'm not complaining I'm not complaining I would love oh, for no. it all to be action packed but yeah. at the same time it's like they're doing so much stuff in 55 minutes that th- the other thing about succession is like, I have ne- i don't think I've ever felt this way about another show, but I actually truly look forward to rewatching it like the next day or like two days later, like even with game of Thrones, it's like, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm going to rewatch like season six, episode two again on Tuesday. But like with this show, it's like I've watched that episode three times now
1: and I haven't gotten tired of it. And I've picked up new things each time. It's like, it's just so nice to look at, dude. It's the camera. It's the music. It's everything. It's the perfect. It's that HBO program. money, baby. That HBO, it's HBO. money is different. It's not television. It's, it's the Sunday night
0: football of, like, the actual television television industry. Because, like... NBC Sunday Night Football is like the cleanest thing in the world. It feels like you're there. It's like so crisp and perfect. I mean, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth are often forgettable, but with like succession, it's like, holy shit, this is what money looks like. This is what money sounds like. This is what money feels like. And we talked about it a little bit earlier and then we can go, but, um, I mean, these guys are like—they won capitalism. Like, this is as good as it gets for a capitalist. Like, they're at the very tippy top, but none of them are happy. So, I would like to see some of these people actually become happy. Kendall's probably the happiest right now than anybody on the, else on the show has ever been, except for Logan, because of his fucking facetious, fucked up happiness that he gets from manipulating
1: people. I think Kendall's. I think it'll be fleeting. I think he'll have a come down to earth moment soon
0: he's gonna self-destruct like roman said he but loves alas, it he fucking loves it
1: alas we have nine more hours of beautiful scripted dramatic television produced by hbo <sighs> yes, to wait do. us mm, crispy
0: it's a great day um all right well that's gonna do it for this pod this was an action-packed pod much like the first episode of season three of succession but we got it we- down we had a lot of practice we did. We did have a lot of practice. We, <laughs> we had, had, a lot we had practice. roughly like two hours and fifteen minutes worth of practice that'll yeah. remain in the ether of Zoom somewhere. If it doesn't, if
1: it doesn't work this time, that I don't know. Just gonna like, well, we both recorded
0: offline. We got recorded. Oh shit! You're right. Never mind. All right. So, um, we're gonna be coming back every Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, make sure everybody tunes in on Thursday mornings. We will have the podcast out for you then. Um, we might even be doing twice a week sometimes. I'm sure we will because, you know, it's the NBA season and Jack and I are fucking hyped. We're hyped for succession. Who knows? We might not be able to help ourselves on a Sunday night when, mm-hmm. you know, after Jerry beats off Roman, finally they actually physically connect and it's not just phone sex. <laughs> She's
1: and- just going to beat him off.
0: I think it'll be something along those lines. He's definitely not touching her. She doesn't want that. She's like, I don't want this to get messy. Let's just have you jerk off into a napkin in front of her, or something like that. Uh, but we'll be back every Wednesday night or every Thursday morning for you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, make sure to like subscribe, follow, give us five stars. If you give us five stars, we'll think about calling you and participating in some phone sex. a la Roman and Jerry, that'll be Jack's apartment. Uh, I'll give you his number if you don't have it yet. Uh, uh, but yeah, thank you. This has been the Fro and the Flow presented by Burbs Entertainment. We're so happy to be, be back. Jack, I missed you. I missed potting with you. I'm really happy we're doing this. Did
1: you just pit me out?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I tried to, I, no, no, I, What I did is I hit you with a stab and then I just like, healed the wound <laughs> with a little bit of a love note. All right, all
1: right, all right. I'm more than just a sexy voice.
0: Okay. All right. Peace out, everybody.